What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I'm listening to your show. I'm the point that there's limited news coverage. I just want to know what your viewpoint is. Because major news organizations have been told on, you know, what they can report on. The People's Voice. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the people's voice i am trey evans and i am the people's voice thank you again for checking into the podcast this week it is greatly appreciated um as always i like to start off with thank you so let me once again say thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast everyone who has subscribed to the podcast and for everyone who has shared the podcast and to those of you who may be new to the podcast welcome um, thank you for listening, and we appreciate you carving out some time out of your day to um, check into our podcast. Our podcast. So, thank you. Um, today, I want to talk about used car scams, and um, you know, this just like every other subject I you know talk about is um, you know one that I want to get out the message to assist individuals who um, may not be aware of some of the scams that are associated with buying used cars, right? Because, um, you know, particularly in the last three years, you know, clearly during the pandemic and and post-pandemic, you know, many people began to... um, buy cars not that car sales were not already high but um the need and the want for cars um, particularly for those who have moved further out away from their former jobs and um, many people that were working from home they started to buy cars so um, used car scams have been on the rise and this is not anything new to the economy or new to our world right used car scams have been around since use <laughs> since cars have been being manufactured but today what i wanted to do was just to cover kind of like the top 10 used car scams that are prevalent today um, and again use this uh, as a a warning and a history lesson to um, I mean, a, um, a lesson for those who, again, may not um, be aware of the scams. Those of you who may have been victim of the scams. And, um, you know, in, in any event, it, I think it'll be great information and um, something that uh, I think will benefit everyone as we have the conversation today. So. um. I, typically, I do a definition. I, I, for this one, I don't have to, you know, look up an official definition. Basically, a used car scam, and this is my definition, is when you go to purchase a car, okay, and um, particularly a used car, and the 
person that is presenting the car to you is not forthcoming with the actual information regarding the car. Um, they provide, um, you know, false um, information about the state of the car, the condition of the car. Um, and then many times for those who are victims of those scams, what ends up happening is that your money is taken you take possession of the car and then, you know, down the line, you find out that the car, the way it was represented is not what it was. And, you know, scary, uh, concerning and scary is that, you know, many laws don't even protect you from some of these scams. Um, it's, it's really a, um, buyer beware, do all your research type of um, market, if you will. And, um, you know, the recourse for getting your money back or even getting officials officials involved many times becomes a task on its own. But um, let me go through these scams. And, um, you know, I'm sure that as I talk about this, some of you may be able to relate. Some may have heard stories but again, I think it's a great education. So let's get started with that. So what I did was I pulled like a top 10 um, list of current car scams as of today. Um, and so one of the first scams, and this is a very heavily um, reported scam. And matter of fact, the FBI um, has even been alerted to this type of scam. Um, that's the scam where it's the must sell now scam. That's what they call it. And that's when you, whether you're on Craigslist or you're on eBay or you're on, you know, one of these other sites that um, sometimes talk about uh, you're on these sites and the sellers say that they have affiliation with other sites to basically promote their credibility. But a lot of times it's false because they have no relationship with many of these sites, but sometimes when you're looking for these cars um, and you're looking online, you'll see the must sell. Um, and the must sell is when they claim that they're selling the car now at a steep discount because they need to make room for inventory. And, you know, they've got to get it off the lot as soon as possible or get it out of their possession. And so they claim that they're offering this huge discount. Now, the problem with that is that many times <laughs> that they're getting it, the, the deep discount is because basically uh, they know the car is worthless, right? So if, if you can get 50% on something that you know is worth 0%, um, that's when you see these ridiculous, huge discounts, you know, where it's like car is normally retailed for $25,000, but today it's a must sell. So I'll sell it for 12,500. And you're like, wow, why is it so cheap? Well, what ends up happening is that many times once you purchase that car, um, and again, depending this on the state that you're in, um, that car, once it's sold and off the lot, you are now the possess the possessor of it, 
and whatever repairs needed is um, your responsibility. So that's one of the first scams. It's called the the sell, the um, must sell now scam. And like I said, many uh, states don't have um, what they call uh, lemon laws. Um, and basically, lemon laws are if a car is sold to you, it can be it, depending on the state that you uh, that you purchase the car in, you are protected for a predetermined amount of time that you can take that car back and get your money. Um, and I'm reading here from J.D. Power and just give a definition on how lemon laws work. Um, federal, and I'm reading directly, federal and state consumer protection laws have existed for a long time. Um, the main purpose is basically, as I said, to hold the manufacturer or the seller accountable for their goods. Uh, if the car cannot be repaired or a defect is too severe, then you as the consumer, you can go back and demand a refund or a replacement or, or basically give me another vehicle. But again, this is on a state by state basis because I'm um, in states here. Currently, only seven states have used car lemon laws. Uh, that's Connecticut. California, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, um, not New York, yeah, New York, New Jersey, and New Mexico. And even in those states, um, it's very difficult to have those laws applied because you really have to demonstrate um, a serious um you you have to you have to basically be able to demonstrate that you were truly defrauded and that number one you did all of your due diligence to make sure that these um that the car was what it was presented to be and then number two that this person was truly um in or the seller was truly trying to defraud you. So it's it's difficult to 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 prove that because you have to have all of your paperwork in order, communications, things of that nature. And then let me stop and say, I am not a lawyer. <laughs> this is not advising from a legal perspective. This information is for consumption and for debate. Um, and I have to say this when I talk about these various topics because um you know, there are regulations when you do crack open these microphones. You just can't jump on here and say anything um, without giving that caveat. So, um, but getting back, as I was saying, um, so lemon laws are designed to protect you in those cases where um, a car is sold to you at a discounted rate. They say they must sell now. That's one of the first scams. And then the car breaks down. If you can document that, um, particularly in those seven states that I mentioned, um, then you have a better chance of possibly getting your money back or getting um, a replacement refund, I mean, a replacement vehicle if that car is not up to the standards that you um, and the seller discussed. Um, it also goes on here to say on the JD Power site that vehicles can be sold in any condition and it's the buyer's responsibility, as I mentioned, to determine 
its state before signing the contract. Um, and again, that's what I was saying about those lemon laws. Uh, this can involve a visual inspection test drive. And then you can, if you have a mechanic or someone local, you can also take your vehicle down there to have it checked. Um, obviously there are some issues that you can't detect, right? That you vision, you doing a visual inspection, you're not going to determine that, um, you know, for instance, that you, your alignment is off, right? Unless you are able to go underneath the vehicle. Um, so there's certain things that, um, you're not going to be able to detect, but, um, the seller is, ob and, 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 but again, you can go for days without noticing that there might be an issue, right? That it might just be a situation where they've, um, I guess, modified the vehicle to the point that it's going to ride smoothly for a couple of days, which oftentimes happens. And then, you know, it, when the incident occurs, it's, you know, usually maybe a week or two weeks later. Um, because you got to keep in mind the seller isn't obligated to sell the vehicle in perfect condition. Um, and you know, when it's a used car, there's an expectation that it's not going to be perfect, right? It, there's, it's a used car for a reason. I mean, someone or some, a few people had it before you got to it. So, um, there is that level of expectation that you have to have when you purchase the car, um, and so that means that new or unnoticed issues may not be, um, as I said before, applicable to lemon laws. So it really takes a lot to be able to make that argument when it comes to states that have what they call lemon laws um, that are supposed to protect buyers when there is a transaction for a vehicle and that vehicle does not live up to the standards that everyone involved in the transaction thought it would be. So let me get back. Um, I should have did that in the beginning. I should have gave the lemon laws, but it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're in it. So we're moving around. No problem. Okay. So that was number one, the must sell now scam. That's number one. Um, and then number two, the third party scam. So this is where, um, you know, basically, and as I stated before, where you might meet a seller online it, and listen, everybody's selling something online now, right? You can, somebody might DM you on your Instagram saying, Hey, I have a used car for sale if you want to buy it. But what they do is, um, and I kind of mentioned this in the beginning, they talk about, they have an affiliation. So they'll mention a name like, you know, we're affiliated with, um, CarMax, so we're affiliated with eBay Motors, but they have no affiliation to these um, sites. So they say they 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 might be affiliated with Carvana, but they really have no affiliation to these sites. And what ends up happening is that you know it builds credibility from a um, from the consumer standpoint because they go, oh well, this guy says or this company, this dealership says they're with you know, eBay Motors, CarMax, Carvana, and then you think that you're going to be able to get a quality used car. But again, we have to be very diligent when we are purchasing things online and particularly to do our research. Um, and, you know, many times they'll even create um, fake 100 number, uh, 800 numbers, toll-free numbers. They'll 
they'll create websites that almost look similar to um, some of the more popular used car platforms. They'll maybe put their logos on the website. But again, this is a third party scam. You have to do your research when it comes to this. Um, you know, you just can't go on the fact that someone says that they're affiliated with X, Y, Z to ensure that you are not scammed. Again, we are talking about used car scams um, that have been highlighted in, in a great abundance, um, particularly as used car sales have skyrocketed, particularly during the pandemic. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, number three is the gift card scam. And I never heard of this one before, so I thought this was interesting. Um, this is where basically um, scams targeting used car buyers is a request for <laughs> for gift cards as payment. Now, if someone is selling you a car and they say to you, you can pay, pay us with a gift card or several gift cards, um, you definitely want to make sure, I mean, and again, I'm just, from my perspective, if someone tells me that I can pay for a car, just go go and get $4,000 worth of gift cards and we'll call it even, that for me is a red flag. So you definitely want to avoid that. Um, and I just don't even know how else I can get into that one, but um, when I read it, I was like, gift card scam. Like, who who would pay for a car via a gift card? But that is another scam because, you know, a lot of times it's untraceable, right? Once that money is put on that card, unless there's, again, a super, in, uh, a super deep investigation, which a lot of times these facilities, these government entities are not going to do that the likelihood of you getting your money back after you pay via gift card is, um, you know, slim to none. Um, the next one is the wire transfer scam, which kind of works similar, similar, similarly, similarly to um, the gift card scam. And that's where basically you have money wired to an account. And then once that money is um, deposited, the account is closed, the money's gone, and then you're unable to get your money back. So be careful uh, with that as well. Um, then you have the purchase protection plan scam, which I think many people may know of. This is where, you know, companies will tell you that there's a vehicle per purchase protection um, and that basically they can protect you against any loss of money that will come as a as a result of your purchase but many times they are not backed by anything right it's just give me your money and then once the purchase goes south so does the individual or the company that's offering offering the purchase protection plan so um you know be 
very aware of that. And basically how that works is they fake a relationship with companies that offer protection plan services. So again, they'll say that they have a protection plan through XYZ Corporation. They'll, they, they, they have a protection plan through Ford or through um, Honda and so on and so forth. But there, there's no affiliation to that company. So um, be aware of that. Um, curb stoning. I thought this one was interesting. So, and I've seen this before. So curb stoning is basically, well, let me read exactly what it is. And then I'll tell you, you know, from my perspective. So the practice, uh, this practice involves luring prospective buyers to an open space that's not associated with businesses or residents or, or residents like a parking lot or curbside of the road. Um, and then the goal is to sell sav- uh, um, damaged cars or salvaged cars to buyers who think they're getting a good deal. Uh, the cars are dressed up, obviously, cosmetically, but they have a ton of flaws. They're missing very important parts, <laughs> working parts for a car. So you want to be very, um, very um, careful about that. So curb stoning. And I've seen this, like I said, this is the guy that's standing on the corner saying, hey, use cars for sales where he's swinging the, the, the sign um, left to right. You might see um, some signs posted up. In many states, these type of sales are illegal. Um, but again, you know, if an individual is in a predicament where they need a car, sometimes they might overlook some of the... Mm, some of the uh, what I would consider the basics on receiving a car, and that would be making sure all the paperwork is in order, contract, title, things of that nature. Sometimes they'll forego that because they just need a vehicle. Well, this is where the scam takes place, so please be careful about that. That's called curb stoning. Um, title washing is another one. This is where they take the title and basically... Um, it conceals that the car was recovered from a fire or from a, a, a from a um, a storm or some type of flooding, things of that nature. Um, and so, what they do is they basically transfer uh, salvage. They they transfer the title and make it appear, um, or I should say. So, what they do is in states where they do this at this erases all of the information from the title, right? They take all of the, cause you know, when you do, you might not know when you do a title search, you can go back in the records to see when that car was in an accident, who was the last previous or how many previous owners were before that um, orig- origination of the vehicle, all of that information. So what they do is they basically, they wash all that information off. They basically create a fraudulent, a fraudulent title and then that title is given to you um, as if that's the actual title of the car. Uh, when the state issues a new title, um, the salvaging brand basically disappears. And then the seller often tries again in another state. So basically, they can duplicate that process over and over again um, by washing a title, creating a new one and then selling another junk car. So be aware of that. And again, a lot of this is done through um, 
diligence in terms of asking questions, but also um, going through your proper channels, your your motor vehicles, your DMV um, services, things of that nature. Um, the odometer fraud, I think everyone is familiar with that. That's basically where, um, you know, odometer readings are pulled back. So you might have a car with 250,000 miles on it, but they'll change the odometer and the odometer will read that it's only 100 or, you know, 75,000 miles. And you think you're getting a great deal, but you're actually getting a car that has a lot of mileage on it, um, which means, again, that many um, issues can come from that. Um, you know, cars, you know, these days, 250,000 miles is very capable. But um, if you think you're getting a deal or you're getting a steal in a, on a car because it's low mileage, many times, um, especially not many times, but with some used cars, especially if you're not dealing with a credible uh, dealership, that might be a result of odometer fraud. So here it states that the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimates that over 450,000 cars are sold with manipulated odometers every year. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, this causes uh, this basically costs about a billion dollars in annual losses to consumers. So you have to be aware of that. Um, now, how do you find out about that? This goes back to title. Um, when you do a title search, again, if it's not coming up with legitimate information, then you know you are not getting the vehicle that you just paid for. So the odometer reading is also part of the title when it exchanges from owner to owner. Um, so let's be. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, aware of that as well. And then uh, last but not least, I want to talk about the um, the last game I wanted to talk about was the um, deposit fraud scam. And so this is where the seller lists the car for less than what it's worth to attract an eager buyer similar to the buy just now, the buy now scam. And then when the buyer contacts the fraud, they ask for a deposit so you could take the car. So they say, hey, listen, um, you can come pick the car up today, but I do need a 25% deposit for the car. And so you go, the car is 10,000, you go put down 2,500 or you deposit 2,500 into an account. And then what ends up happening is that um, when the buyer contacts the fraud, the fraudster, uh, they ask for the deposit to take the car off the market. And then presumably what ends up happening is that because you're so eager to get the car, um, the buyer leaves the deposit and then all of a sudden the buyer, I mean, the seller disappears and you don't hear from them anymore. So that's the deposit, the deposit fraud scam. Um, that's when, you you really want a car or a person really wants a car they say hey i'm gonna take it off the market today so nobody else can 
um, you know, contact me about it, but I need a deposit. You you deposit the money, and then once the money is deposited, you never hear from the seller again. So that's a deposit fraud. So, you know, those are just a quick list of some of the frauds. I mean, there's a ton of, of them out there, but I kind of just wanted to get that information out because I know that um, many people are still buying used cars. Travel season is coming up. Travel via a plane is very expensive, so many people are choosing to drive. And, um, you know, please be aware of the scams that are out there. So what are some of the things you can do to avoid the scams? And I kind of talked about them as I was given the list um, instead of waiting to the to the end. But um, here's a list of just things you want to keep in mind when you're buying a used car. Um, always listen to your gut. Whoa, listen to your gut. I'm a gut guy. If it doesn't feel right, I'm walking. Like, I, I thank you for your time and I'm out. So listen to your gut. Um, if it doesn't feel right, somebody's talking too fast. They don't want you to look under here. There's no need to check under the hood. It's all good. Thank you for your time and get up out of there. Um, try to deal with local sellers. This is a big one because many times, especially now, many people want to purchase over uh, online. And, you know, I'm a touchy-feely type of guy, uh, that sounds creepy, but <laughs> I meant that in terms of purchases, things that I buy, right? I am I am a touch-see guy. I got to touch it and see it before, I, especially major purchases. Um, you know, there's no way that I, and I'm not um, in any way talking badly about it, but I can't buy a car online. I am a go in, touch it, drive it before I can purchase it type of person. So um, I would strongly encourage that you do that as well if you're buying a car locally set up a time that you can go see the car that you can um, meet with the individual before you start to send any money or any payments things of that nature uh, research the buyer again you know google is a and i shouldn't say google online searches is a great tool um and you know many people use it for you know frivolous activity in my opinion but in a case such as this, you research who you're buying the car from uh, to see if they're legitimate or not. Um, research the car again. Carfax and other um, online databases, you can do title searches. You can do VIN searches to kind of see the history of the car to make sure that you're confirming it is what this person says it is. Uh, never trust a seller that is says that they're um, backed by any third party, um, any third party dealer. Um, always be very cautious of that. Like I said before, um, the third party scam is alive and well. And, you know, many people will insist that that is the case. And many times it's not. So um, do your research and then never pay in advance. And we talked about that as well. Don't pay in advance. Um, always go see the vehicle in person before you start to send payments or even get to the point where you're talking about um, money to move the trans, I should say giving money to um, secure the purchase. So um, those are my discussions for today uh, regarding car scams. Um, I hope as always, this was enlightening. Um, do me a favor. Uh, if you are getting the information and this information is 
relevance and importance, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. You can also reach me on our socials at I am Trey Evans. Also, you can reach us at Trey Be Talking on Instagram for comments and any um, comments and any recommendations. It'd be greatly appreciated. But that is my time for today. So as always, dreams are not just for sleeping. Please wake up and live your dreams. My name is Trey Evans, the people's voice. Tell somebody about the dream. Salute. People's voice. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.